about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. of God in the first service and we did finish a bit late and I'm believing God for a move likewise both upstairs and downstairs here likewise I have been challenged with the awesome task of dealing with mental health and depression in church and around. Even last Sunday where I was ministering was um, also likewise dealing with those issues and God's brought me back to what he says to me towards the latter end of 2017 as we enter in 2018. And he gave us this scripture. He says in Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1, just in case people feel that I didn't study today, he says, Arise from the depression and prostration says arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you rise to a new life and in this scripture he gave two commands one he says arise and the second one he says shine Ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. I don't want to be stuck to my notes also this second service. I know depression is real. It is a real thing. I know mental health is a real thing. I know the progression of unhappiness moves into sorrow. Sorrow moves into depression and depression moves into mental health. And then there's the fulfillment of the devil that says he comes to steal, kill and destroy Look at me, everyone. Look at me. And ignore your phones. And stop chatting. Because there are two word stealers in church these days. The phone and people. You really need to ditch the phone. You need to really, I mean, shut it down and put it in your bag. And one of the problems with the phone is that people come with their phones to check the word, but they're checking something else. And then it steals the joy, it steals the, 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 the power that God wants to make available for us. And the things that we're dealing with are real things because 
when you get home, you've got to deal with it. And, and, and depression is real. It's, it's a real thing. But the, the thing there is that we've been teaching about this for a while. And I'm not sure that you understand that there are no prizes for someone being depressed. You, you don't get a badge of honor. You, you, you don't get a badge of honor. You have got to realize that this thing is a real thing and even though you may get sympathizers that will come with you but they will leave you after a while and they will make progress in their lives. Are you hearing me? I've got a heavy burden in my hand to, to, to deal with things this afternoon. And, and, and one of the things I want us to do is and God said I should tell you is you've got to learn to flip the switch. You've got to flip the switch. Listen. Switch off the lights. And if, if in this place many people right now may not even be able to see me properly. Many times this depression that you don't deal with or we don't deal with keeps us in what is called darkness. And you, you can be sitting in darkness. It's kind of if we shut down all the lights at night and we walk into our house, when we walk into our homes, the first thing we're looking for is a switch, isn't it? Some people may relate to this even though you know the topology of your home very well but if it's anyone like me especially the men you 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 wake up in the middle of the night and you don't want to switch on the light because if you switch on the light you may not be able to go back to sleep but because you're so confident of the topology uh, and the geography of your home you navigate yourself to the bathroom and then you get into the bathroom but because it's all dark you may fire wrongly <laughs> and there are some men that just put a straight face in as if it's never happened to them you lie and then you so fire wrongly and because you're so you're, 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 you're an expert. The sound of what the thing is hitting doesn't sound the same way. <laughs> you know the sound of the bowl from the sound of the floor. And then suddenly you're in a panic. And you now try to pull the light, but it's too late and the thing is following you as you're switching trying to switch on the light but because you refuse to flip the switch you will find out that it would have taken you less time to flip 
the switch on. Then now that you have to be switch off the lights, as a switch off the lights. So what happens is that if I don't, and it's happened to me, and I'm sure it's happened to most people. It's kind of you are in the dark. Switch off the light. They still don't understand. Can someone who knows how to do this do this? You, you're walking in darkness. You get into your house and you're walking and you, you're touching stuff. You thought you knew how your house was before you left it. But you forgot that you left a shoe as you were rushing out. And while you're trying to say, you know what, I don't want to switch the downstairs. I, I just go and switch the upstairs. Or maybe you don't want to switch on the light because someone else is in the house and you don't really want to disturb them. So but as you're groping in darkness, you kind of hit a vase that is expensive and it comes crashing down. And that's what depression is doing to us. It makes us sit in darkness and the depression is making us hate. Give me my chair. It's making us hate an expensive vast. It's making us, we're walking around and what supposed to be a nice seat but because we can't see, we hit it and We end up in A and E because we broke a leg while we were groping in darkness. Depression makes us grope in darkness. Because we are in darkness, we make decisions and the decisions we do make us fall. That unforgiveness that is in your heart, that, 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 that relationship that's brought you to a standstill, is making you in that darkness, depression, make another decision and you go into another one, knocking down expensive things of your life that you have worked so hard to bring to being. And pastors preaching it, but you're still not yet getting it because you, you're still in that dark place. You're in that dark place because you refuse to flip the switch. You've got to flip the switch. You've got to flip the switch. You've got to flip the switch. Because if you don't flip the switch, you will have a broken heart, a broken leg, a broken dream, a broken vase. Things become more expensive because you still is in darkness. Things become, things become longer to get over. 
Because you are in darkness. Because if you flip the switch, you will get to the toilet quicker than when you are groping in darkness. If you flip the switch and let it go, you will get to your destination. But if you are going to flip the switch and if everything is dark and black in your life, there are some things you've got to do and the first thing is you've got to switch on the light. Listen to me. I can see well if I don't switch on the light. If I don't flip this switch, I can't see well. And the more I decide enough is enough and flip on the switch, the more you're able to see me and the more light comes. But many people don't want to flip the switch. So we're in darkness. Nothing shines until light comes. Until your light comes, your struggle continues. You've got to switch on the light. How do I switch on the light? Do you realize that every morning that you wake up, you are making a defiant call against the enemy that I am still here. Every morning you wake up, it is hope that is saying to you, I am here. I'm no more allowing myself to grope in darkness and hit and trip and fall because that's what depression is doing to you. You will keep tripping, you will keep falling and you will break valuable things in your life if you stay there. You've got to switch on the lights so you can see where you're going because if you can't see where you're going, no matter what you're taught in church, by counselor or by friend, when you get home, you've got to flip the switch. Because when you switch on the light, more light starts to come. Then they will add, light keeps coming the more you flip on the switch. And then you will know how to reign. But many of us have got our lights switched on. Why would I not go for the switch? Because there is a bully in our minds. And you've got to learn to bully the bully of the mind. 
The bully of the mind says to you, you're too tired this morning. Stay where you are. I can't get up. I feel depressed. Nothing is working for me. It's a bully. It's a bully. You're finished. You're over. Have you not seen your sister make progress? Have you not seen your brother make progress? Ah, the bully of the mind says, don't get up, but just, 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 just reach, reach, reach to your iPad, reach, reach to your iPad, reach it. That's why you, you reach it, but you don't switch on the light, but you reach to your iPad and you look into it and you go onto your Instagram and it bullies you again. But you won't flip the switch. Girls, boys, mothers, fathers, uncles, my G's and homies, whatever I need to put you under, flip the switch. Flip it over. Enough of staying in that darkness. You've got to bully the bully of the mind. The word bully can be used in a better way. I remember my, I was sharing this in the first service and I, and I, and I need to say this. Recently, my, we got a phone call from school or something like that. My son, um, my wife called my son because one parent spoke to her about something that went on with him and her son and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and it kind of, someone went to, uh, was going to see her son in school or his son in school and we sent something through them to give to our son and her son, her, my son, I'm not sure what he's into. Um, he has this thing that he has to settle his debts, you know, um, and his food debts. It's not, not, not anything. He, he, he doesn't eat some certain food. So when some certain food comes, some of his friends give him the food he likes to eat and then he settles them later. Uh, 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 so, so, so they gave him sweets and, he, and his sweets, he, was, he said I was in the process of settling people, he just said settling and he was settling and then this person came up and says I want the sweets, he says no you're not on my list of people to settle and the person wanted to get it by force and pushed him and his dad has taught him that you are the son of Taiwo, not pastor. No, 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 no. That's a title for church. And so I called him. Son, what happened? And he told his mom what happened. He said, so what did you do? He says, I prayed for the person. And I, that's my boy. Now, prayer means laying hands on someone. <laughs> Did you pray well? He says, yeah, that they had to now hold them back. I said, okay, I will sort this out later because no one should bully you. You bully the bully by standing up to the bully. Ah, Somebody's got to hear this. Let me, this story may help you. I've said, shared this before, but maybe we're in interchange studio or something like that. Some of you may not have cared this. I was born here, in case you don't know. Uh, I was born in this country. This is my father's 
my own land. Uh, I, I, I was born here, and, but my senior brother was born in Nigeria. And what happened was that for the first early ages, uh, going up stage, he was not with us. And so I think we were four or five. I can't remember the exact date, the time we were, but we were in uh, St. Peter's uh, uh, School in Vauxhall, uh, southeast London. Uh, and there was this guy, his name is Julian. Julian used to bully myself and my twin brother badly, take our food. We never got home to tell our parents. And so Julian would bully us and get our food. He was this white boy, big, and he would bully us. Then my senior brother came from Nigeria. The boy does not understand a word of English at all. So they put him in our school this day. And there's an adage in Africa that says there's a day a fowl or a chicken will go to the market and not return. That was Julian's day. Julian came to school and during the lunch break or break break on the playground, he pushed my twin brother because he wanted to get his food. My senior brother saw it from somewhere. He came to Julian and he is taught that the only way is to fight. So he looked at Julian, pushed Julian with force, but he was small. So Julian got up and came to him and he punched Julian, picked Julian up because that's the only way they know him to fight in Africa, slammed him down. Now the boy does not understand a word of English. So while we were saying no, 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 he thought we were saying get on, get on. And he beat the boy. I think the more we shouted, the more he decked him. He bullied Julian. Julian got up and ran to the headmaster's office. The headmaster, in those days they used the cane. He had no effect on this African boy. And they had to call our parents. But from that day, Julian became a whimper. We would I understand the mafia because from that day on, my twin brother and I were walking to the playground with my senior brother. Everybody seems to like disappear. <laughs> Honestly, I lie not to you. They just, they, 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 they just, he, he, he likes, the whole place goes quiet and we milked it. Everybody that stole our food, we got it back seven times. Because we bullied the bully. I want to close. I want to say this. You've got to bully depression. How do I do that? You've got to flip the switch. You've got to switch this light on. And one of the ways you do that 
is by what I call the mindset of the word. People don't read the Bible. We, we love this self-help thing. Give me a Bible, please. I'm not talking about your iPads or your iPhone. I'm talking about the Bible. We need to get back to reading the Bible. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Bible. Listen to me. We wake up in the morning and we want to read the Bible. But our Bible is on our phones. And you pick up the phone and the first thing you see is a message. Stop the rubbish. If I can't survive it, you can't. Because if I pick up the phone and the first thing I see is, Pastor, I need to speak to you. That's trouble. And honestly, even if I try to ignore it and read the Bible, all I'm hearing is, I need to speak to you, I need to speak to you, I need to speak to you. Especially if there are three or four messages that come in succession. We need to get back to this paper. Where we just take our iPads and phones and put it somewhere in the sitting room somewhere. And wake up in the morning and look into the world. Because the Bible made it clear. He says in Psalm 119-105, he says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So when I go to the word, I flip the switch and you know what the Bible says? In, uh, he says, the entrance of your word, he says, gives light and understanding to the simple. So listen to what happens. When we run to the word, the Bible, I'm not talking about any other book. The Bible, when I read the Bible, light comes on. Not only that, the more I read the Bible, these more light comes on. The light starts to shine. The light starts to shine. Can I have these lights? Is someone sleeping? Not this one. Not this one. Not this one. Not this one. Not this, one. This, this one. This one. This one. These, these ones. This, this. Come on, someone. Switch off the light and help me put the... What do we call these lights? Floodlights, the floodlights. Somebody is confused because they're not into the word. I'm still saying the word and they're still confused. You see, they're still switching. They don't know. And you know, this is what brings confusion. You know what brings confusion? They don't know where it is. So they're switching the wrong light. They're reading the wrong books. They're holding the wrong manual. The real manual of the word is that switch off the down lights and help me switch on the floodlights because when light floods into you and all you guys upstairs you're fired today uh, 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 when when you read into the word of liberty the flood lights they come on one by one by one light into finances light into my marriage Light into unforgiveness. Light into the things of my life. All of them, they start to come on as the light comes. I'm coming upstairs. I'll switch it on myself. Uh, since, since all those who got married, they've disappeared, aren't it? Uh, because they're married. They, aha! Aha! As I was coming, then there's light. Let there be light. Let there be light. And light comes 
thought, light will never come unless you flip the switch. I'm not talking about other books. I'm talking about the word. See, as the light is moving, keep moving it around. God's word will shed light on the things you're struggling with. You see these, I'm not saying you shouldn't read other books. But other books are not the book. Because I was in a conference, I said this in in the morning, I was in a conference and I was, I saw a man who came up to preach a message. I was jealous of the man. Oh, he finished the message and after that, he says, I've got a book launch. And the book launch is about marriage and this, this, this. I, can't me- I-, I won't mention the book because I don't want to mention the man. But I, he, he blew the place apart. His spiritual father says, publicly, I'm proud of you. And I looked, I said, hey, when is my day coming? And then I wanted to buy his book. And as I got there, there was a queue all around the corner. I said, forget this, I will download it. Downloaded the book and started reading. Three weeks after that, the wife of this man, pastor, sent a text message to 6,000 members in his church that this is the last time I'm fed up of this. This man has slept with his spiritual daughter who he married in church. I looked at the book. I looked at the man. And I found out that as much as books are good, this is the integrity of all books. If your thoughts are not updated, you will be outdated. Guys, please don't stay depressed. Flip the switch. Switch off these lights. If you're going to bully the bully, you've got to have a mindset of the word. You've got to have a mindset of getting help. You got to get help because if you don't get help, you're in darkness. Switch this one up, please. You're in darkness. It's you, you. Many people don't know how to get help. And so they are in darkness. You've got to learn to get help. Never consider yourself a burden. Never consider yourself a burden. Always get help. Get a community of people where you can get counseling. Except you're in darkness. And listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, 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 listen. Please listen, listen. I know... You can go and get help from a counselor. And you should. 
If you're facing difficulty, you should. The difference between a counselor and most of the time, the counselor, I need to share this, a wonderful, 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 graceful, beautiful woman came to see me recently. And I was about to say, for this thing, have you go and see a counselor, but God reheld my tongue. And I said, have you seen a counselor? And by the time she spoke to me about the counselor, she's been paying stupendous amount of money. I nearly cried. The difference between a counselor and a pastor is you never leave my mind. It's not possible because I'm going to see you again. With a counselor, you pay, you go, the next person walks in through the door. Likewise, friends and family and people around you got to speak out. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Let me say this. Confront. Confront. Confront the demons. you got to flip the switch and say, I was raped. I was abused. I was totally violated. That boy... That man left me in debt. I have no more money. I have no love to give. I am going through stuff. I hate myself because of how I allowed them to abuse me. But you've got to confront the demon and switch on the light. Talk to someone. Talk about it because the more you talk about it, light comes. I'm not saying talk and switch off again. Talk and switch off again. Talk and switch. Talk and switch. Talk. The more you do that, sooner or later, this thing is going to burn out. Talk it and keep it open. Keep it on. Talk that yes, my mom didn't understand me. My dad didn't understand me. My dad wasn't there. I was left alone. Talk about it. Find someone to speak to except you will be in darkness. You've got to flip the switch. Flip the switch. Unforgiveness means you are groping in darkness and you will hit something precious that you can't bring back again. And when you talk about it and you're honest about it, a burden starts to go. Because when there is no darkness, evil cannot operate. Every failure in life is as a result of no light. Oh, Pastor, what did you just say? When there is failure, is because there is a lack of light. Oh, does that mean I can't fail? Yes, but you need to know how and why you failed. So you've got to switch on. Flip the switch. Let me share my life with you a bit. I did this on one Wednesday, but let me share this with you. We went into business. I'm not sure if I dragged her into business. But we went into business. 
and we lost a lot of money. We were in a place of depression. We were in the interchange studio then. I would cry myself to church. Come to church and preach and act. Souls were still being saved. But we were going down the drain. Uh, I think I've got to my third point in managing your life. Have a mindset of the word. Have a mindset of getting help. And manage your life. We needed to find a way out. But we failed because we didn't ask God. Ah, We didn't ask God, should we do this business? So when I cried to God, God said to me, did you ask me? At that time, we now left the switch off. We waited for 10 years for my son Jaden. 10 years. And on the day of his christening, his celebration, church for the first time, everyone came together to celebrate the miracle that God did in their pastor's life. People even took clothes and sold the same clothes and it was a beautiful day with an ugly issue we're supposed to be celebrating it but we were in debt we had lost 15,000 pounds the Friday and then the Saturday was his kissing no money we put on a smile and we were shaking every time I look at those pictures I burst out in tears saying, look what the Lord has done today. Oh, my wife can remember as I stand here, my son was young, so there's this musical stuff that we play to calm him down to church. And whenever I remember that musical thing, I burst in tears because I know those were the times when we were struggling because I said to God, but I just want to make some money for my family so we can eat and I don't want to touch the church money. An honorable thing, but with dishonor to my God. Listen, we were wallowing, maybe me, I was going into the depth of depression. And I was still trying to make it work. Until one day I cried to God. I decided enough of hemorrhaging. Enough is enough. I need to flip the switch. I flipped the switch in prayer. And God says, Shut it down. I'm like, I've lost like 30,000 pounds. I can make it back. 
God says, shut it down. Because if God doesn't manage your life, you are mismanaged. And God will tell you to stop doing what gives you utter depression and sorrow. He says, shut it down. What I didn't realize, are you hearing me upstairs? Is that if I hadn't shut it down, they would have repossessed our house. Shut it down. Salvage the little money that was left there. Two weeks later, a friend of mine called and says, can he stay with me for a while? And he was in the same predicament, except he didn't shut it down. Because when you flip the switch, light would come. I helped him. Got his family from Nigeria. Told them to fly him them in immediately and put them in that one house they have left. And pay the tenant off because they can't repossess a house once the children are in there. It may be a relationship that is giving you sorrow. Shut it down. You can't keep struggling with something that is not giving you joy on this one life that you have. It's not right. Please. Please shut it down. Because if you don't flip the switch, or what I would say secondly is go to God and let him switch it on. Because if you don't let it go, it will give you untold misery. I wanted to be a doctor. I studied microbiology. It was horror. It wasn't joyful. I didn't enjoy it. But because I had an ambition of my parents and slightly mine too. But you can do something that you're not called to do. And you can be doing something that is not time to do it. I still want a doctor before my name. But it will bring me untold misery if it's not of God. You may have to shut oh God. You may have to shut down a course that is not yours. Just say, God, okay. I was speaking to one daughter of mine and she came to me and we were talking and said, Where are you right now? She said, I resigned. And for the first time, you know, my my principle is. Don't resign until you get another job. And I looked at her and I said, do you have savings? She said, yes. How much month savings do you have? She says, a few months. I said, don't get a job until after a month and a half. Go and enjoy your life. Go find something else to do. Go to the West End and just walk around. Go to the coffee shop, sit down there and spend one pound of croissant you brought outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm smarter than you. And just, just, they can never deny you. Just walk in today with your croissant and a cup and just ask for hot water. 
put your tea in there and drop some stuff in there and just read. Now listen to me. The reason why many are depressed is because they don't have an option. But the option is because we've mismanaged our lives before. You cannot stay in a job that is killing you. I didn't say everyone should go and resign. I'm not saying that the boss is horrible. That me. No, 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 I'm not talking. But if it is giving you depression, if it's bringing sorrow, if it's breaking you into pieces, if it becomes a toil, walk yourself out. Find your calculations and say, I need a break. You're in a relationship, not married people. You're in a relationship. (laughs) You're in a relationship that is not going anywhere. You're too young, no matter your age, to continue in darkness because the journey will be longer. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk. Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ. Archway, London. Thank you for listening.